The world can be a dangerous place. Gear up with the industry's original and most trusted laser sighting system from Crimson Trace. Equipping your firearm with laser and light systems will enhance your effectiveness and help keep you and your family out of harm's way. Call 800-442-2406 or visit crimsontrace.com and receive a free copy of our new laser training video, The Laser's Edge, Crimson Trace. I'm a gun owner. Your views, advice, and questions are the driving force of gun talk. You know, I don't think that guns are scary things. Visit us online at www.guntalk.com. Call Tom now at 866-TALK-GUN, 866-825-5486. Let us know what you think about the gun-related issues of the day. Now, back to gun talk. All right, 866-TALK-GUN gets you in here. Shoot me a t- an email, that is, uh, tom at guntalk.com. Over on Twitter, I'm at guntalk. Got a conversation happening over there. Looking for some comments and uh, your reaction to this next piece. What if, what if you could get the police on board and you could get federal firearms trainers, top quality firearms trainers involved, And they agreed to put teachers and administrators and school employees through advanced firearms training so they could carry guns in schools to protect the children. Is that nuts? Or is it just common sense? Well, I'll tell you what. We had a chance to talk with somebody who's put together just such a program. Here's that. All right, next up, we're going to have a most interesting guest. Joe Khalil has a a great background. He's a commercial airline pilot. He uh, serves as a federal law enforcement officer, law enforcement firearms instructor. He owns a firearms training school. And and honestly, what happened was he got together with, uh, I guess, a, a local sheriff. They put together a program that it's local, but I think it should be of interest to everybody around the country. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, sir. Well, now, tell me about this program and how it came to... Well, I guess, first of all, what is it, so people understand what we're talking about here? Well, the name of the program is the POST program, and the POST stands for Protecting Our Students and Teachers. And essentially, it's just a program that models the armed pilot program in format and structure and allows for teachers to be armed in schools. I think it's unconscionable to tell teachers and administrators, you have to throw your bodies into gunfire, into the line of fire, because we're going to prohibit you from protecting yourself and the children. This sounds like, a, to me, a perfectly sensible solution. Yes, sir. And matter of fact, specifically, my understanding is for the teachers in Newtown that were killed, were actually killed standing in front of their children, shielding their children. And it was specifically Newtown that got the sheriff and I together uh, to actually look at this program. And the sheriff is, a, is not a supporter. He's actually a partner in this. And we've had other sheriffs step up to the plate to uh, support the program. First of all, where are you located? I'm in northern Kentucky, right in the tri-state area of where Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky come together. So, uh, in the sheriff's name, and, and what sheriff, county is this? The sheriff's name is Boone County Sheriff Mike Helmig. All right, so what is this? I mean, you're going to put teachers, administrators, even other workers in, the, in school through this program? Well, basically how it works is, is when the participants can be anybody that's employed in the school, so specifically teachers, administrators, staff, counselors, nurses, custodians, and bus drivers. And basically the process starts with the applicant filling out an application to apply to participate. 
and then they'd be interviewed by a board that would be cons- consist of somebody from the sheriff's department or the specifically probably the sheriff or a designated representative or a school board member or a designated representative and if the te- if the school the teacher is volunteering from has a school resource officer then we want the school resource officer to sit on the interview board to start the team concept relationship to ah. start right there in the interview process sure then the sheriff would do a comprehensive background check on the person not just a criminal background check but actually talk to people do they have a, 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 a knack for losing control is there anything behind the scenes that you think that they should not participate in a program such as this then they would potentially go through either a polygraph and a drug test now I say potentially because personally I don't think either one of those steps are necessary that's just me mm-hmm. they then they must possess a concealed carry permit from whatever state they live in and then they would attend a five and a half day training course specifically designed for them carrying a gun in, in the school to mitigate the threat of an active shooter. And really, all their training is focused just on mitigating that specific threat. They're not there to learn handcuffing and uh, enacting or enforcing penal code. It's only to stop the active shooter. Also, they have a very comprehensive qualification course of fire at the end that they must pass, and they spend a whole day or actually half a day doing a police fat simulator and half a day in a school doing simunitions where they do force-on-force uh, uh, training for stress inoculation and learning uh, different scenarios and different types of uh, scenarios that could, could come, to, come to play. Before we go further, I need to explain to people uh, the fat simulator, that is a computer-generated simulator. It's the kind of the shoot-don't-shoot shoot situation, right? Yes, sir. And then the last part of that would be is uh, in lieu of just a regular qualification just before the school year starts every year, our theory is doing a one-day course, including the qualification course of fire, but also supplementing it with mindset and uh, the SOP and all the other features that just to kind of get them warmed up for the school year so they're ready to, to, to start the school year again. So what kind of reaction have you gotten from people who you told this? Because obviously we get some some administrators, some teachers, some places say, oh, we don't want the teachers to be doing this. And yet when I talk to teachers, they think they tell me I wouldn't mind doing that. Well, it's funny you ask that because we are getting overwhelming support. I mean, I'm not exaggerating here. Overwhelming support from parents, from teachers and from local elected officials. Now, the county I live in, in Boone County, is extremely conservative and gun-friendly, and this is kind of like the Bible Belt. So those factors influence this area. But the problem we're having is we have majority support right up until we get to the school board. And we've tried the last year of working with school boards Mm -hmm. and uh, various school boards in different ways. And right when we get there, we hit dead ends. So what we're doing right now is bringing the program public so that the people uh, find out about the program and they get involved. They learn about the details and they show up at school board meetings and say, listen, we want our kids protected uh, from this specific threat. We want some action to be taken. So that's really the purpose of what we're doing. Let me guess. The school board, somebody on the school board says, yeah, but what if we get sued? Liability is a big issue. Um, and matter of fact, our response to that is... <laughs> having such a low-cost, comprehensive program being proposed by law enforcement and then not enacting it, talk about liability. I mean, I think the real liability is right there because ultimately, Tom, what we're really trying to avoid is we're trying to avoid that image of all the candles, the flowers, and the teddy bears in front of the school because some a bunch of children in our local school got shot and killed. We're ultimately, that's what we're trying to avoid. It's interesting how in this country we are absolutely okay. Everybody seems to be okay to have armed people protecting our money, but we won't have armed people protecting our children. 
That's very powerful. Matter of fact, if you want to expand that, Tom, it would. We use uh, guns to protect our president, congressmen, celebrities, sporting events, banks, jewelry stores. Let's see, factories, office buildings, courts, and airports. But yet, all our students are getting is a no gun sign. In my opinion, that no gun sign tells the gunmen that nobody there is able to protect themselves. How long would your students be in this program to get the training? Well, the actual training program itself is five and a half days long, and that probably sounds weird. Why? Where did the half a day come from? But the idea came that we would do four or five hours of training a couple of weeks before the primary training course, and the intent of that half day is to get the participants, uh, their mind wrapped around the details of what they're going to do, make sure they have the right equipment, right gun, right concealment holsters, make sure that they understand we're going to teach them nomenclature and function for both ammunition and firearms, uh, talk about mindset and firearm safety, and that way when they show up to the actual five-day training course a couple weeks later, they're completely prepared and have the right equipment. Uh, the training course, if I may say for a moment, it, the first three days involve three, uh, three days, half day of classroom, and half day of range. The fourth day is all day on the range, and the fifth day is half fat simulator and half uh, airsoft uh, scenario training. So that's basic structure of how the, uh, the contents are the course. And, and I'm sure that along with that, you'll be talking about what in essence are the policies, tactics, team tactics, uh, who does what, where do you move in the school, where are the guns going to be. Uh, you know, I mean, there's just an awful lot of details, because I, I know people are saying, why would it take five days? Because it takes five days, and frankly, I'm a little surprised you can do it in five, because I know what goes into this kind of training. Yes, sir. And it would be a building block approach, starting with safety and fundamentals, and would finish with with a shooting on the move, multiple target engagement, shooting from uncover, how to react to when law enforcement responds, how to uh, weapon retention and maintaining control of your firearm, and how to keep it concealed. There's so many subjects that we're covering, but we're focusing the most on mindset, because you've talked about it before, the real weapon is not the firearm. It's just an object. Your, your mind is the weapon. The firearm is simply a tool. So mindset is our big focus, and the other focus is precision fire because of the environment where they'd be deploying their firearm. We want to make sure they make an accurate hit. Well, where are you now? You're, you're, now you're going public with it, gonna, uh, trying to garner public support to put the pressure on the school board. Yes, sir. And we just went public a week ago. And so we're looking for um, exposure to the public. And, and really, this is the action point. The whole purpose of really being on is trying to motivate your listener to say, you know what? This is common sense. We have to prevent these tragedies. So what we're asking people to do is to step up to the plate and be a leader. Approach your local law enforcement and then approach your school boards. And in many, many, many states, we already have armed teachers. And in many states, it, the laws allow the school boards to adopt a program like this. It doesn't have to be specifically our program. Our program is just a starting point. But we do have a website that people can reference to, uh, to find out more information about the program. www.postkyk.org. And I just want to note that initially our intent was to focus on the Commonwealth of Kentucky, and that's why KY is in the website. However, um, this program would be uh, applicable for uh, any of the states that allow school boards to adopt. And right next door to us in Ohio, the Buckeye Farms Association has been involved in uh, getting Ohio to the point where 20 school districts actually have armed teachers. And, and in, in Kentucky, we have none. 
Well, and, and once again, I, I return to a common theme where I say people have to start going to their school board meetings. You can't just let them do what they do without uh, any kind of public supervision. They School boards are a little bit like children, too. They need adult supervision, so uh, getting people involved is a great idea. Joe, you've got something coming up just in like a couple of days that people need to know about, right? We have a presentation where we're actually presenting our program to the public with media coverage. Uh, that event is going to be uh, this coming Wednesday at, on February 19th at 6 p.m., and if somebody lives in southeastern Indiana or southwest Ohio or northern Kentucky, it's actually in Boone County. It's at the Boone County Main Library uh, on Burlington Pike in high, on Highway 18. This information is all on the website that I gave you, and we're asking if anybody lives in this tri-state area uh, to show up to that presentation to get all the details. It's going to be a very professional, objective presentation on the post program, and four sheriffs will be up on stage to uh, show their support and to speak in, in support of the program. Joe, would you keep us posted on the progress on this? Yes, sir, and we appreciate the time of having us on and giving us the exposure to, to the public. Keep your handgun and other valuables safe in your truck or SUV. Get a vehicle vault from Console Vault. Plate steel, three-point locking system, easy installation. Visit consolevault.com. Since 1997, Access Sights have been helping good guys take care of bad situations. The industry leader in gunfighter sights for pistols, shotguns, and rifles. Access Sights are the upgraded solution to your defensive firearms. Learn more about Access Sights and purchase them at accesssights.com. You can also order your new gun with Access Sights already installed from companies such as Smith & Wesson, Ruger, Remington, Mossberg, and Marlin. If you need a gun, you need Access Sights. Tired of overpaying for one concealed carry holster after another that is flimsy, hard to hide, or just plain uncomfortable? At Alien Gear Holsters, less than $30 gets you a professional quality holster that's super stealthy and ultra comfortable. Every Alien Gear Holster is backed by a forever warranty, a 30-day test drive, and free shell trades for life in case you buy a different gun. AlienGearHolsters.com AlienGearHolsters.com If you carry a gun, you need training. Your concealed carry class was definitely not training. But time, money, and obligations keep you from spending days at a shooting school. The trusted folks at Gun Talk can help. Concealed Carry One, our DVD featuring the Vata Group, covers what gun, what holster, how to carry, where to wear your gun, and much more. Visit ShopGunTalk.com. That's ShopGunTalk.com. Look, this really is life and death. Learn how to stay aware, how to get away, and how to fight if you must. At ShopGunTalk.com, you can get the two-DVD set, including Fighting with the 1911 with Tiger McKee. No matter what gun you carry, this vital training info can save your life. Learn the draw, the stance, reloading, vital gear from Gun Talk. That's ShopGunTalk.com. ShopGunTalk.com. You're headed somewhere your gun can't go. Leave it in a truck? Unsecured? Nope. Get a vehicle vault. Fits most trucks and SUVs. Installs in 10 minutes. Plate steel. Fast access. Visit consolevault.com.
sign up for our Gun Talk newsletter and join the Truth Squad at www.guntalk.com. Now, back to Gun Talk with Tom Gresham. And welcome back. I'm answering some uh, emails from folks uh, asking, what I was asking, I want to get a small 45 to carry. He's been carrying a, a large 45. Wants to get a smaller gun. What's a really good, really small 45? Well, there are several of them out there. One that I would suggest take a look at is the Springfield Armory XDS in 45. Very nice pistol. Uh, so, But there are some several good ones out there. We're blessed to have so many choices these days. It's, it's, it's amazing what's on the market. By the way, we're trying something new today. Uh, we're going to do an after-the-show show. So after the show, the, the original three hours of gun talk is over. We're going to keep on talking. We're not going to stop just because we're off the air. And you'll be able to hear the after-the-show show, if you will, uh, via podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, YouTube, other ways. And... If you'd like to uh, hear it live, there's only one way to do that. That's to be on hold when we go off the air. That way, if you're on hold, you get to hear what we're doing after that. So we'll give you more information about that as we head toward the end of the show. Uh, Let's see. Go to the phones. Line one. Kyle is in Wasilla, Alaska. Kyle, you're concerned about uh, somebody coming in your home? Oh, well, I got a question. The Second Amendment is the right to bear arms to protect ourselves from intruders or if the government wants to make gun laws. Well, it's the right to bear arms without infringement. So i got a couple questions and comments to make. But don't you have the right to physically protect yourself if somebody wants to come in and take your gun? That's the first comment. And the second comment, the right to bear arms without infringement. I'm in here up here in Alaska where there's no concealed carry permit laws, and that's how the whole United States should be. It's the right to bear arms without infringement. You know, I, I don't get why there's concealed you know, carry permit laws and stuff like that at the same time. I understand. Um... Well, I don't know if you caught the first hour of the show today. We had uh, Eugene Volek on. He is a top constitutional attorney, uh, law school professor. He's actually the Doogie Hauser or Sheldon Cooper, uh, graduated from UCLA at age of 15, got his doctorate at age of 22. Smart dude, real strong on the Second Amendment. He pointed out, he says, look, he says, you got to understand, there is no right to conceal carry. The Supreme Court says you don't have a right to conceal carry. What it says is, you have a right to carry a gun. Now, the state can say, we allow open carry, therefore we could ban concealed carry, conceivably. That would be legal under the Second Amendment. Well, what they can't do is say, we're going to ban both of them. So you, you have to have one or the other available. And in the case of uh, some states, you have both. Obviously, in Alaska, you can open carry, you can conceal carry. Uh, Arizona's the same. Wyoming's the same for residents. Uh, different Different states, different rules. Uh, so, but back to your first question, what are you supposed to do when somebody wants to come to your house? Kind of depends on who they are. Depends on the circumstance. There is no one rule that covers everything. And let me just say this. You're being careful, trying to phrase this carefully, okay? Don't be stupid. Did you get that? Don't be stupid, people. You can say, well, I'm going to do, yeah, right. Let me tell you, when the SWAT team shows up, you don't want to be holding your gun. But if Officer Friendly comes to your door and you decide not to open the door, you can have that conversation talking through the door or talking through a pane of glass. If they have a warrant, you're required to open the door. If they don't have a warrant and they don't have probable cause, you're not required to open the door. Whether you do or not is your 
call. But I want to go back. When all else fails, see number one. Don't be stupid. Line three, Ron's in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Uh, another question about the gun grab. Hey, Ron. Yeah, the uh, the last caller you just spoke with, you just basically answered the question um, about the gun grab that went on in New Orleans. Uh, right. You made a comment earlier about if uh, the best bet would be probably not open the door. Granted, if they had a warrant, uh, the police had a warrant or something like that, you know, you have to follow the law. But right. if chaos is going on in town, a Katrina event type scenario, um, you know, like you said, be smart. You know, um, you don't have to open the door, but that was my question. What What is your rights as far as having to do that or not do that? Okay, well, as my understanding, I'm, you know, I'm not a lawyer, my understanding is you don't have to open the door if they don't have a warrant. In fact, I've actually had that happen. I had a, an officer come to the door. It was like 6.30 in the morning, real early. And knock on the door, and I went to the door. We have glass in the front door. He can see me, I can see him, and we have the conversation. And he said, you're not going to open the door? I said, no, sir, I'm not. So we had a conversation. He turned out he was at the wrong house looking for somebody, and he went about his business. We conducted our business, but I did not open the door. People say, well, that's just rude. I'm sorry. There's nothing in it for me to open the door. There's no benefit to me. And here's the thing. I mean, people need to understand, where do I get these ideas? You know where I get them? I get them from my police officer friends who say, don't open the door. When my police officer friends say, if a police officer asks you if he can look at your car, always say no. Always, 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 always say no. Teach your children who are adults who are are old enough to drive to say no. And say, well, you mind if I look in the car? No, sir. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't consent to searches. Always. I didn't come up with that from watching some goofy lawyer on YouTube. I came up with that because I know dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of local, state, federal law enforcement officers who tell me don't consent to a search. They say, we never do. If we get stopped, we're not going to agree to a search. Don't open your door. Don't consent to a search. You know, rights are like muscles. You know what happens to a muscle if you don't use it? It atrophies and it dies and it goes away. You can't get it back. you got to exercise those rights. But again, remember, return to rule number one. Don't be stupid. Don't be sticking your chest out. Be polite. Be courteous. Stand up for yourself. But if told what to do and they're going to come in anyway, step aside. Call your attorney. One of Talker Magazine's 100 most important radio talk show hosts in America. You're listening to Gun Talk, heard every week at this time on great radio stations across America. Stay tuned. Gun Talk is coming right back. Covering all aspects of gun ownership every week on this fine radio station. You're listening to Gun Talk with Tom Gresham. You know, sometimes um, a company introduces a new gun that doesn't get a lot of play or gets covered up. Everybody else is introducing new guns and people just don't pay attention to it. Uh, Smith & Wesson introduced something they announced at SHOT Show that I wanted to bring it up again, and we'll talk about it ongoing, but I just think this may be one of the slickest 
ideas I've seen in a while. Of course, Smith & Wesson has made the 44 Magnum revolver for a long time. The Model 29, the 629, various you know, variations of that. But it's a big gun, okay? It's, it's, it's a heavy gun. It's, a, it's in the end frame, they call it. That's a, a big frame. Well, this year they introduced the 44 Magnum in an L frame. That's a smaller frame. It's the, the L frame size is the one that the 357 is so sweet in. And the way they were able to do it was pretty slick, actually real smart, I thought. They simply took it from a six-shooter to a five-shooter because the cylinder itself is not big enough to put six 44 caliber holes in. So they put five 44 caliber holes in it. And so now you have a, uh, a Smith & Wesson 44 Magnum in an L frame, four and a quarter inch barrel. I'm looking at the specs here. 37 ounces. Uh, just looks nice. I like the looks of it. For those who say, you know, I'd like to have a bear gun, I don't know how you do much better than this. It's a little smaller, a little easier to carry. Uh, and, of course, you know that people are going to be lopping that barrel off and making them shorter, doing all kinds of things with them. But anyway, if you go to the Smith & Wesson uh, website, smith-wesson.com, you can look at the Model 69, take a look. I just think this is clever. Now, the other thing, I'm going to throw this one out. I hope it does very well. I hope it's in the line for a long time. But having watched this for a number of decades, I know that sometimes these niche products like this come out and you think, that's pretty cool. I may want to get one of those. And then two, three, four, five years later, you say, I think I'm going to get one of those. And you look and go, what? what do you mean it's not in the line anymore? It's not in the line anymore. Might be one of those that if you say, I think I might want to have one of those one of these days, you might want to move that up to the front of the list. Just I'm just saying, okay? Let me bring in uh, Brandon Payne from Liberty Safe. The guys out in Utah who make, they own like half the market or more in uh, gun safes. They're always up to something, and uh, Brandon's letting us know what they're up to. Hey, Brandon, what's up? Oh, not much. Just enjoying the day. How are you today? I am good. So, I mean, you guys have been up to all sorts of things. You keep, uh, last time I was out there, you're expanding the plant. You're making safes like, you know, they're coming out of there like popcorn. You're making so many of them. But you kind of been doing a lot of a lot of other things. I know you got some, you know, kind of bring us up to speed with what's going on out there. Yeah, you know, we're doing some great things out there at Liberty. We've uh, expanded our facilities, uh, expanded our production, adding some new uh, technology that is allowing us to make more safes per day. Uh, and employ more people. You know, that's one of the big goals that we have at Liberty is to you know, employ a lot of Americans. We're up over 500 people employed wow. there right now. In addition to that, we're building over 500 safes a day. So we are uh, <laughs> cranking them out. But, you know, the best part is is we have the ability to, to maintain the highest degree of quality with the equipment that we have and the people that we have in place. So it's quality, but we're building a lot of them. 500 a day? Yes, Jeez. sir. That, that's amazing. Now, you made a change, and I, I wanted to make sure that people got this, because uh, the safety alert system, you made a change in that last year, and now there's no monitoring fee on that, right? Yes, that's exactly right. At the end of last year, um, you know, the safety alert is a wonderful device, but that monitoring fee, even though it was a small $3 a month, it was still, you know, just kind of a, a hassle for people. Yeah. You know, we all deal with, with monthly payments all the time, and it's kind of a hassle, so... 
we went and negotiated back with the people that make the device, and, and we negotiated so that once they buy the device, you'll get monitoring for free for the lifetime of the unit. So, so that monitoring fee is no longer there, so you buy the $200 safe alert, and, and that's all you have. It's excellent. It's very cool. You put this thing in your safe, and it monitors the temperature and the humidity and knows when the door is opened or when somebody jiggles the safe and it moves. And if anything goes out of whack, if the door opens or if it's jiggled, then it sends you an alert to your cell phone that says, hey, somebody just opened the door or somebody just jiggled me like they're trying to turn it over. Or the humidity is getting too high in here and it's not safe for guns. I mean, this is just a really smart device. Well, you know, it really is. It's, it really, what it does, you know, our safes are built well. They're built secure. They're meant to keep things, you know, out of out of reach of the normal person. But there's still, people still try, you know. Uh, well, sure. There's people going to try to saw them or torture them or haul them off or whatever. And that's really what the safe alert does. It lets you know if, if they're trying. And, uh, you know, the safe business is all about buying you time and providing you peace of mind. And, and that's what the safe alert is really... Um, done for for our business and for the safe customers it's it's increased uh, the peace of mind by knowing that you know if somebody is trying something you'll know about it and and then it also buys you time you know if somebody's messing yep. with it and you, you yep. have the time to call and figure out what's going on or or uh you know get in touch with the authorities or whatever the case may be yeah i mean it's a it's a fabulous system and no matter where you are in the world your phone dings and you go hey something's going on with my safe back home you can call somebody and find out what's going on now you're, you've resurrected uh one of the cool promotions that we've done in the past with uh, the gun talk and liberty safe folks with this fat boy deal that's exactly right you know once again going back to that increased capacity we're we've kind of last year was such a, a phenomenal year you know there's there's quite the amount of of wait time in, in some respects um at the end of last for people getting their safe, but because we've been able to increase our capacity, that, that wait time is, is reduced substantially. So it's allowing us to, to bring in some more safes and, and to be able to sell those and to kind of to get things going with increased capacity. We're uh, turning on a rebate program again. So uh, if somebody goes to our webpage, libertysafe.com, they can go to the homepage in the upper right-hand corner. They can click on well your your pretty face is right there, Tom. They can click on that and <laughs> it'll take them it'll take them right to the rebate and they can print that out and then what they do take it into your the dealer that you're buying it from they'll they'll give you half the rebate there and then the other half you'll mail in with your registration of your safe and and then we'll send you the other half so it's up to two hundred fifty dollars off which is is a great rebate it's it's something that people will really respond well to and and we're happy to offer it. Okay, up to 250 bucks off a safe. You go to the Liberty Safe website. It's libertysafe.com. And over on the right side, you can either click on my face or you can click on the Fat Boy Safe that's sitting there. And it's going to ask you for a promo code. And this one's really easy. You just put in uh, T-O-M, my name, Tom. And then that'll you can print out the uh, discount coupon and you're good up for up to 250 bucks. So, again, libertysafe.com. Click on either me or Fat Boy. Put in my name, Tom, and that'll get you the deal. That's exactly right. Pretty easy. Oh, crazy. Hey, it works. I like it. Listen, I appreciate you offering that to the Gun Talk listeners because they make good safes, and it's great to get. Hey, saving money is always good. Brandon, listen, thank you so much for joining us. Always a good thing. All righty? LibertySafe.com. You can save money there. Now we're open lines. You can join us. 866-TALK-GUN. 866-TALK-GUN. Be right back.
What do LaserMax customers say about LaserMax lasers? I'm alive because of your company. I was robbed at gunpoint. Two of my three shots hit their intended target, and I was able to remove the threat. I made it home to my wife, alive. For shooting accuracy and training, it's a life-saving tool critical to any firearm. I trust your products with my life. Thank you. To learn more about LaserMax, go to LaserMax.com. That's L-A-S-E-R-M-A-X.com. LaserMax. You bet your life on your defense ammo. Get the proven performance of Nosler bullets in the new Nosler Defense Ammunition. Featuring the same technology as the famous Acubon line. Polymer tipper hollow point. Bonded performance handgun bullets for weight retention and barrier penetration. Available only in Nosler Defense Ammunition in 9mm, 40, and 45 caliber. Also available in 223 with a 64 grain bullet. Visit Nosler.com. TopGunSupply.com carries a large selection of fine firearms and accessories. Get all the parts you need for your Sig Sauer, HK, and Glock pistols. Grips, screws, recoil springs, sights, barrels, magazines, holsters. The list goes on. Our knowledgeable sales staff, professional service, great prices, and super fast shipping are here to help you. Check us out today. TopGunSupply.com. TopGunSupply.com. Looking for shooting instruction but don't know where to go? Well, we have it, and you can access hours of training and safety videos, which you can watch on your home computer. On GunTalkTV.com, we have top competitive shooters, the best in self-defense trainers, and folks who have hunted all over the world, helping you learn which gun to buy, how to use it, how to store it safely, and everything else you need to be a safe and competent shooter. We also have gun makers showing off their newest rifles, shotguns, and handguns. Doesn't matter if you're a veteran shooter or a complete beginner. You'll find what you need at GunTalkTV.com. You can check it out for free, and you can get full access for only $5.95 a month. That gives you unlimited access to hundreds of videos, and we're adding more all the time. Run the videos over and over to make sure you understand what's being said. Skip around. You're in control. Get smarter, shoot better. Visit GunTalkTV.com. The Ruger American Rifle is a 100% American-made firearm that offers outstanding performance at a great price. Available in standard size and compact models, it features power-bending integral bedding blocks, a Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger, a flush-fit four-round rotary magazine, and a three-lug bolt with 70-degree throw. Compact models feature a shorter length of pull and a shorter barrel for a reduction in overall length of more than five inches. The Ruger American Rifle, another rugged, reliable firearm from Ruger. Thanks for being one of the 100 million gun owners in America who support Tom Gresham's Gun Talk. Even if you don't want to be on the air, you can still email Tom with your questions or concerns at tom at guntalk.com. Now, back to Gun Talk. All right, let's go straight to the phones. Line one, Jim's in Trinity, Alabama. Jim, you think it's the war on drugs that's causing all of our problems, huh? Well, they've underwrote all of our civil rights for the war on drugs. With the confidential informant, you don't get to uh, confront your accuser as guaranteed in the Constitution. Uh, it's, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the more of the story is, if you remember from WW2, the old saying, when they came for the Jews, I was a Juden. 
When they came for the gypsies, I cared not. Yeah. When they came yeah. for the homosexuals, it didn't affect me. But then when they came for me, there was no one to help me. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm Jim. I'm right there with you. I think you're exactly right. The war on drugs is an industry. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. It's where we get these unconscionable forfeiture laws, asset forfeiture laws, and where we have police departments who go in with a list of what they intend to get for their departments when they arrest somebody and charge them with a drug crime so they can keep their farm, their buildings, their cars, their airplanes, all their property. And in a lot of states, the police get to split that with the prosecutors and even the judges. Yeah, no conflict of interest here whatsoever. I'm right there with you, Jim. I think you're right. Line three, Robert, Grants Pass, Oregon. What's this about the Second Amendment, huh? Yes, I'll try to be as quick as I possibly can. We have the Bill of Rights. Every, all ten of them are being violated. The states, the counties, the municipalities cannot touch them. They're set in stone, but we have judicial activism. People are not aware of them. On the Second Amendment, there's a little few words right at the end. Shall not be infringed upon. I can own any gun and carry it in any place, heal, see, concealed or not concealed. The government can tell me I cannot do it. That is on the Second Amendment. Judicial activism is running amok. All right. Thanks, Robert. Yeah, well, it doesn't really work that way. Uh, no no rights are absolute. Nothing in the Constitution is absolute. And uh, you know, that's not to say that they shouldn't be doing a lot of things. But, yeah, it, you know, it, it's a good point. Uh, you know, we have, in fact, let things go, compromised on things that we shouldn't have. And it's hard to get them back. Uh, that's part of the fight. That's part of what we're doing with all these court cases right now. Both the NRA and the Second Amendment Foundation fighting real hard and winning a lot in courts. Losing some, but winning some. So we're making some headway. Line two, Mark, Milwaukee, Oregon. Lead bullet bands? Uh, yeah. Um, I was, uh, during one of the breaks, they actually came on with a public service announcement from the uh, was a National Geographic uh, Society, and they were talking about the um, lead bullet bans and how the lead, uh, you know, lead ammunition essentially was causing the condors to die and whatnot. I was wondering if you could uh, touch on the science or so so called of that sure. because you know we've yeah. been using lead projectiles for hundreds of years, and then all oh. of a sudden, uh, all the animals are dying from lead poisoning. And I'm just <laughs> curious how. Is there any validity to this? No, none whatsoever. There's no science behind it at all. That's the whole point, is that this is religion in the form of environmentalism. And, and oh, by the way, um, when you hear public service announcements like that, I would question whether that's in the public service at all. I have been able to, in many cases, get uh, TV radio stations to stop running PSAs just by saying, you know what, that's political. That's a political ad. That's not a PSA. Uh, that's not neutral. And I would ask you to please not play that. And it's amazing. A lot of times they say, well, yeah, we just get them. We just run them. They're, they say they're PSAs. They don't care. You can often ask a station to please don't run those. And a lot of times they won't run. They'll, they'll take them off the air. But no, this whole lead bullet ban, uh, lead bullets do not leach into the environment. Uh, it's Lead is not environmental lead. Lead bullets are not. And this whole condor thing, overblown, and talk about overreach, unbelievable. But then again, remember, it's California. Now, of course, they do want to take that to other states, because that's what happens. It's, uh, 
California's got it's called like ectoplasm. It slimes the rest of us. It oozes out. Although, hey, we just got a huge win out there. And the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has ruled that California cannot ban concealed carry. They cannot require you to show good need. You have to show good need right now before you'll get your permit, which means you'll never get your permit in a lot of counties out in California. So good news from the Gun Ninth Talk Circuit. stands for Amazing. safety, personal responsibility, and common courtesy. To be a part of the show, call 1-TOM-TALK-GUN. Gun Talk will be right back. All right, back with you here. 866-TALK-GUN will get you in. Uh, Mike's in Portland, Portland, Maine, that is. He wants to tell us what uh, he, what he's carrying. Or Actually, Mike, you know, when they do the Academy Awards, the reporters all holler out, who are you wearing to all these celebrities? So the question today is, Mike, who are you wearing? I'm wearing a Smith M&P 9, full frame, double stack. Nice big pistol. I love the pistol. Have you had any problems carrying the full-size gun? No, sir. I use an old faithful holster, thanks to you. Okay. And after two days of wearing that holster, I don't even know it's there anymore. What do you do for concealment? What kind of shirt? What do you do? What do, you do? Uh, tuck in and polo type golf shirts. Okay. So no uh, do you, do you, And every okay. morning when I get up, when I put my shirt on, I look in the mirror and it's invisible. Amazing. You can carry a full-size pistol. I'm a big guy. I'm 270 pounds, 6'2". Uh-huh. And I'll tell you, you can't see that weapon. Fabulous. Well, I think it's a great choice, and I appreciate you letting us know. So we got a a Smith & Wesson M&P full-size and a crossbreed holster. Cool deal. Randy's on line two. He's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hey, Randy, you going hunting? Are you ready? All right, I tell you what, let's go down to line two. Uh, I said line three. I, 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 if I didn't, it's Randy is on line three. Is he there? Hey, Randy, you there? He put down the phone. All right, let's try Dave on line two. He's in uh, Michigan. Hello, Dave. Hi, Tom. I just have one quick question. Hopefully you can you can help me with this. Okay. I'm trying to figure out if if you ship if you ship a handgun to another person who's legally allowed to have one within your own state... Is there a federal law that prohibits it or requires that you use an FFL? Nope. You are not required to use an FFL if you are transferring a gun from one person to another inside of a state, assuming that's the law in your state. There are a couple of states that require you to do the background check either on private sales transfers. But if you're not in one of those, now the the question is, how do you ship it is not illegal to ship a handgun, FedEx or uh, UPS. They sometimes, depending on where you take it, will ask you what's in it, and they will say, well, you have to ship it to a dealer. That's not law. It may be their policy. What I simply do is I take it, package it up, put a label on it so I could just drop it off, and I take it to one of the shipping stations that take UPS or FedEx and ship it. Uh, you cannot, as a private citizen, if you don't have a dealer's license, mail, U.S. mail, a handgun. You can mail a long gun, but you cannot mail a handgun. There's a provision if you're a dealer, you can, but you cannot. So you have to use FedEx or UPS if you're going to be shipping a gun. 
All right. Thanks a lot. That's what I thought. I wanted to hear it from you. Uh, you're right. There it is. All right. We did get Randy back on line three uh, in Oklahoma going hunting. Hey, Randy, what you hunting? And we got one minute, so go for it. I'm a red stag, and I really am in love with a 6.5 Creedmoor rifle that I have. Sweet. Uh, I've heard about people shooting 140 AMAXs for animals that size, and I want mm-hmm. your opinion on that because I have a lot of rifles, and I don't have to take that one. I think that would work fabulous. Uh, you know the drill. If you have a good bullet and you put it in the right place, it's going to do the job. And red stags are not all that difficult to kill, frankly. If you put it in the heart-lung region, and the Creedmoor is a great caliber, you should that should do the job. Take the gun you want, because if you're a gun guy like you and I are, uh, which gun you take adds a lot to the hunt. So... Take the one you want, make sure you can shoot it well, put good bullets in it, which I'm not talking about cartridges, people. I'm talking about bullets that are in the cartridges, and the 6.5 will work great. Uh, it shouldn't be a problem at all. Good on you. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about some firearms training with lights and lasers, low-light stuff. You want to catch up on that. Also, you can join us, 866-TALK-GUN. Firearms, ammunition, recreational and competitive shooting, training, hunting, and yes, even politics. You're listening to Gun Talk. Call us now at 1-866-825-5486. That's 1-TOM-TALK-GUN. Or reach out to us via email at tom at guntalk.com.